Hi, I'm Pagai. Hi, I'm Dee. And this is Perspectives. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about it. it. Today, we want to talk to the grown and sexy. Oh, about what? Well, I'm going to be giving some information. Basically, I'm going to be putting you up on game. Game? What does that mean? Well, take a second. Take a seat. I'm going to tell what I've been taught when I was a young kid. Maybe too young, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Not my fault. When you hang around with older kids or older cousins, um, you learn a lot. And you get pushed to act <laughs> when it comes to the dating scene. And it basically, you know, preps you for adulthood. Oh, shoot. Okay. I'm not sure if I'll be able to contribute a lot. I wasn't taught anything. Trial by error. <laughs> okay. I learned a lot by trial and error as well. Yeah, but I will say I learned a lot from my older brother, his friends, my older cousins who were the cool ones, a.k.a. Vacabon. <laughs> And also my female friends who gave me their perspectives. Wow, that's a lot of teachings that you've received. I'm very proud of you. Well, <laughs> it's gotten me in trouble, but it's also gotten me into, you know. Um, so, Yoda, you're going to pass on the knowledge, huh? Yeah. I guess I'm going to get some Skywalkers of my, oh! of my own. <laughs> How ambitious. Shall we begin? <laughs> so how do you approach a girl on the streets? Ooh. Do you even do that? No, not anymore, no. <laughs> I'm happily married. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not what I meant. Like, do I you know. actually run up to a girl in the street? I'm teasing. Um, yes. Hmm. And I'll tell you how. <laughs> I learned. Mm -hmm. All right, so... I had to be about 13. This is, yeah, very advanced. <laughs> I remember first lesson, right? Mm -hmm. It used to be me, my brother, and one of his older friends. And we'll be coming from basketball practice. And we're walking home. And a young lady around my age will walk by, a young girl at the time. And my, old, my brother's older friend will be like, yo, Go get that girl's phone number. And I'll be like, what? He's like, go get her number or else. Oh. <laughs> the or else is punches or whatever. So I'm like, yo, I don't even know how to talk to a girl. He'd be like, just start with a name, whatever her name is. Just say it's the best name possible in the world. <laughs> or just say, oh, my mom has that name. <laughs> yeah. For real? For real. Like, hey, how are you? Nice to meet you. My name is right, mm -hmm. and then she goes, Oh, uh, nice to meet you as well. And then, um, and then I'll ask her where she's headed just to ease her up, and then she'll tell me, and I'll be like, Oh, what's your name? And then if she smiles while saying her name, I know I have a chance. <laughs> Right? Yeah. So this cues. Yes. Great. This is a build up <laughs> to the phone number question. We're not there yet. <laughs> Continue, old master. Okay. <laughs> Let's say like she said her name is Monica. I'm like, oh that's a nice name. Uh, my auntie has that name. 
And then I'd be like, oh, my, my, my auntie, you know, she's a great person. And I'm guessing you're just as great or better. And then whatever, it's corny. But all I'm looking for is a chuckle. If she, if the eyebrows go down, I'm out of it, whatever. But if the eyebrows go up, the cheeks smile, whatever, I know she's engaged. She knows it's corny, whatever. <laughs> but we're not there yet. <laughs> all right. So, mind you, all this is happening within one minute or less. Uh, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she tells me her name. I joke about her name. She laughs, whatever. And then I'll say, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Can, um, is there any way we can speak later? Right? And then if she say, oh, how would you like to speak later? I'll say, well, can I get your number? And I'll call you later and we could figure out the rest. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big ass boom. So. <laughs> Man, I really wonder <laughs> what a Haitian guy was taught in Haiti. What? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really curious now. So we, we might have to have a part two of this particular episode. <laughs> I'm going to say when I was 13, I got my first <laughs> until you're done with school. <laughs> Until you're done with school, you know, you find your boyfriend and in your first year of college, you get married, lock that down, call it a day. That, that, that was what was told to me. Mm. Right. So that, that's a really nice process you got going on that I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. So I got none of that. Whoa. <laughs> so. Well, you didn't have to work. All the guys are coming to you. Basically, you're figuring out ways to reject guys. Me? Yes. Dude, I... Or any... But yes, you... I didn't even know that guy would be interested in me. So it's just like, I really think like the first guy was like, really? Uh, maybe because I got boobs out? <laughs> <laughs> really? You like me? Because I was always like the tomboy and... Uh... Okay. So you use your name. That's your lesson. And you get the phone number. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's your kind of your lesson one here. Mm-hmm. You get the number and what? Do they congratulate you or something? Like, what do the boys say? Just like, yo, I got her number. Do you do that? I'm only seeing it in movies, P. Please bear with me. <laughs> well, honestly, like, it could be one of two things. Let's say, like, I wasn't even attracted to the girl. Where getting her number was just practice. Oh, I know that sounds horrible that sounds now. Bad. No. No, it sounds bad, but it is the truth, though. Yeah. So I appreciate that. So, um, so uh, you know, just doing that, it just built confidence, right? And one thing I learned from a girl, confidence rules everything. Everything. I learned that. And I've been teaching it to my own daughter. Unfortunately, she's learned it very well, and she's only eight. <laughs> One time, quick story, I was uh, on the MBTA, the bus, the T-bus, and uh, my friends were egging me on to go approach a girl. So she was in those single seats. So I went, there was a seat available behind her. So I went behind uh, the seat behind her and I just started to introduce myself and then, you know, started talking to her. And then right across was a lady watching the whole thing. (laughs) 
come to find out, like, the lady was, like, distracting me. I'm like, hi. And then she was like, oh, I'm her mom. I was like, oh, excuse me. She was like, no, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> this is very good. Keep going. <laughs> I want to hear more. I was like, oh, shit. That's awesome. I say, like, I was so nervous then. And then uh, I was just like, you know what? It's nice to meet you. You know, have a nice day. I didn't even want her number. I just, uh, whatever. I think her mom threw me off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. That was that was good, though. So yeah. So the, the observer, just like, this was yeah. I, I think you made for a good story for that evening. I'll tell you that one, right? <laughs> Cause that night they were like, oh, oh yeah, because it was about six of us. We were gonna play ball. Yeah, no, no, but I'm just saying, even like for the mom and and daughter when they got home, you know, you ever think about those things? Oh yeah. Now I think about different perspectives. So I was just like, wow, they, you probably made for a great story at dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you ain't gonna believe this. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> Or, you know, we're fine. She gets hit on. Uh, <laughs> hey. Yeah. <laughs> I think she was nervous that her mom was watching. Because the reason why I kept looking at her, the lady, her mom, is because she kept looking at her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, who is this person? Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. And it could have been a neighbor. I mean, you don't know. You yeah, don't know. but I saw that she was nervous. And then I was nervous. And I was just like, have a nice day. That's Listen, you were polite. Yeah. I appreciate that, too. Yeah. So, confidence is everything, is lesson two. I think that should be your lesson one, actually. It should be lesson one. You need to be confident. Confidence is everything. Yeah. And once you get yourself up there, now let's go grab that name. <laughs> Followed by the number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, obviously, like, I didn't bat a thousand but how do you how does one sound or build up that confidence because I know that can't be and I I know I get a lot of you're pretty confident but I'm like you don't see me in front of the mirror talking to myself <laughs> uh, thank you <laughs> but also that is work that's a lot of mental work for me and you know going out and killed it has it like in the dating world jobs just you know even for dealing with other parents dealing with school situations stuff like that right so Mm -hmm. i think that confidence great in dating but can pull you across everywhere else so i think um one of the best things that i was told is think about what's the worst that can happen what is the worst that can happen she could say no that's it that's it I mean, I'm not going to say shit. Was she going to slap me in the face? <laughs> what did you do? I've never been slapped in the face. So that's never <laughs> even a thought that came to mind. Which, now thinking back, I could have gotten slapped in the face. <laughs> but were you polite, though? Yeah. Okay, I then. think the toning approach in the delivery Definitely. M- mask is Definitely. the... Uh, mm. <laughs> You didn't get slapped. No. So what's the worst that can happen is her saying no. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I even approached a girl that I knew was way older than me. Mm -hmm. I think I was about 16. And uh, she had to be like 21. And she was bad at the time. And I was like, you know what? She's going to say no anyways. So why not? 
practice. <laughs> practice it, getting rejected. Yeah. And you're anticipated or no. And what happened? She told me, you're cute, but you're too young. Right? <laughs> Which is fine. You know what? If she was our age right now, like if it was right now, this <laughs> is different. It's so funny how decades will change a situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Things uh, I used to knew some guys that were, I was like, oh my God, they're so much older than me. And then I was like, I'm on their Instagram now. I'm like, dude, you're like three years older. Years older yeah. than me. It's not that deep. It's not, yeah, I've gotten that too. <laughs> so I was just like, right now, 16, I know. You're like 16, 21. I know people that are like 10 years apart, married, kicking it. So it's like, it's really where you are in life so that's a good thing i guess yeah all right so after i get the number um i always try to figure out conversation basically content what i know i don't understand that what do you mean figure out content what are we going to talk about you think about that yes before i made the phone call remember the the landline the house phone yes i do where you call a girl when it was seven digits at the time (laughs) We had Before the area code. <laughs> Shit, I'm old. <laughs> I, this was our phone number in Haiti. I remember it. <laughs> yeah. And it used to have one left too at yeah. some point. Ooh. Yeah. So, honestly, like before I made the phone call, I would think about what are we going to talk about? And so I would come up with five things minimum. God, don't guess. <laughs> And it could be about, I don't know, like whatever's going on at the time. Oh, my God. I just wanted to get the call. Damn. It's <laughs> just like, what are we going to talk about? Oh, to get the call, you have to wait two days. <laughs> that's another rule. Yeah. But I think that's universal. Is it? When it comes to the guys, they'll be like, yo, don't call right away. She going to think you, well, nowadays they say thirsty, but, you know, they're going to think you're desperate. Okay. Okay, well, I had a different rule, right? Like, my parents get home <laughs> at 6. Don't call the house at 6. So, I'm going to get out of school or like, 3-something, right? So, we have, like, I'm going to probably make it home at 4. Because by that time, I got, like, bus service or something like that. Or even I make it home myself. So, between 4 and 6, you can call. But, if you call and my mom picks up, Hang up. <laughs> yep, that was another one. Yep, hang up. Hang up the phone. Yep, another one is um. So I would know what time she calls, or I would tell her what time I'm I'm gonna call, and we let the phone ring once. That one ring, if we don't pick up, hang up right away. <laughs> I'll know it's you, and I'll call you back. <laughs> Smoke signal. Yeah. No, like, what's the one? Oh, the Morse code? Yeah, that's the Morse code. (laughs) One ring is me, two ring, don't call this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because at the time, like, my mom would pick up while I'm on the phone, go to bed, or... But see, that she was so nice to you. That's a boy thing, because I would have never gotten that. Ah, my ass would have been in so much trouble. Had a guy called the house, and it was for me, right? Mm. Yeah. That's also why the guys also knew my brother's name. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) So so they could call them. 
Accidentally. There were times where, like, my mom, should curse me out on the phone for, like, 10 <laughs> seconds straight. And the whole time, I'm, like, trying to distort it. Like, making mad noise. Mama! <laughs> so the girl don't hear. She heard. Just so you know. Uh, she heard. <laughs> and she thought it was cute. You're like, ah. And the Creole, the Creole is aggressive. Yeah, when... When you curse in Creole, it's so bad. It was funny. I was more attracted to girls who were athletic. Uh, I remember one time I had a standard of if she's not afraid to sweat and she can play sports, whether it's track And Haiti ball. were always sweating. Always. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, yo, that's my type of girl. If she could play ball or like run track or even play football with us, I was all in, and then, um, so yeah, she didn't have to be a prissy, prissy, pretty girl. But she went to mixed schools, right? You make, uh, your schools were mixed as well? Yeah. Yeah, and then you saw the pretty girls walking around. So I went to all-girl Catholic school, and, you know, the boys usually came from an all-guys Catholic school, too. And it's so aggressive. And now you've called, you've figured out content, which is, you see, look at you getting set up for your podcast. You think of content. <laughs> what are you going to talk about? The full call is the podcast. <laughs> and then what else? Like, the meetup. Oh, you have to set a time to meet. Yes. You got to share a kiss at some point. Oh, uh, yeah. And you are you looking forward for to that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Trying to think back, yeah. Because, all right, the biggest thing was the movies, you know. It was affordable. You know, you spend hours together. Um, or... And it's dark. <laughs> or, you know, if I'm still talking about, you know, the age where I'm 13 to 16, you know, we're talking about the movies or go to their house and you meet the parents. How so. Uh, I was 13 when I first met. Wow. But she was a sister of one of my friends, my brother's older friend. Because yeah. I remember distinctively that he was like, um, it was a weekend. And he was like, yo, it's my sister's birthday party. Pete, get dressed, let's go. And then uh, it was his parents' house. He didn't live there. So uh, he took me to his sister's birthday party, whom I've never met. So she was a year older than me. So she was 14. And I go to the party and the music's playing. The dance floor's right there. All the boys are on the wall and all the girls are huddled up. <laughs> I'm the new kid. I don't know anyone. And um, I look nervous. He's like, yo, that's my sister right there. I'm like, can I just go home? <laughs> <laughs> but um, my brother, he was just, he, you know, he was my cheerleader. He was like, dude, just get one dance for her and we're out. We ain't leaving until you do. Wow. Yeah. That's cute. Because he wanted to stay, yeah. eat the food, yeah. and, and chit-chat, play dominoes. Past, he's past you. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, all right, buddy, let's go. Push me. Oh. So, all right, the party goes on, and I'm nervous, and then, um, his sister keeps looking at me and I looked at her, but I'm like trying to avoid her because I'm scared. And then uh, the slow song comes on. Ooh. 
So mind you, we've been there for like an hour. And you know, the slow song is always like the end of the night. No, no, no. I don't know that. Again, movies, I heard. That's what they do. <laughs> and, yeah. And you're just confirming something I saw in the movie. You play the hip-hop, the reggae. When we're, we play music, and then after that, we play compa in our parties, and you're always pulling. Okay? <laughs> At some point, especially if you find the right person, we'll just sit all night. Okay? All night. <laughs> all night. <laughs> Take a break, uh, refresh yourself, yeah. <laughs> get some water. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Before the slow song even came on, I remember, uh, you know, music's playing. I was like, all right, let me just dance with one of her friends. And so I danced with one of her friends, some hip hop. You're weird. <laughs> but I walked up to her because I, I, at this point, my brother's watching. He's like, nigga like we gotta go <laughs> hurry up so we can go so i go up to her and then uh she accepts my hand mm-hmm. and we slow dance oh, okay did you plug in uh no her mom kept monitoring <laughs> but remember she's 14 <laughs> yeah. listen i don't know i didn't really like do parties until i was really like 16 and to do that no guy was invited. That's the story you tell the parents, okay? That like for my sweet sixteen, I went to the movies, but it was like I had two friends, two or three friends come over, and they ate with me with my mom. Friends are all girls, all female, okay? Mm-hmm. And they're they all come over, and we eat together so that my mom can validate that I'm actually with a bunch of girls, and then we get dropped off to the movie theater. And then the guys are in the back. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Just, at no point, you yeah. know, at no point there is any male uh, listed, mentioned, all this stuff. Like, but even party, that's how we used to do it. Like, my friends would be all girls, would get out of the car, go inside, say hi to my mom, and my mom will see there's all girls. Where are you guys going? Oh, so-and-so's birthday or so-and-so's party and no mention of any boy whatsoever. It's just us. And then she looks at the car. My mom told me later she used to pull the plates, like right down the plates of the car. Of the license plate? Of license plate, yeah. I'm all crazy. Anyhow. And then we would go. But like literally halfway or at the party, like we would switch cars. Oh, man. (laughs) By that time, your boyfriend is waiting on that car. It's like Mission Impossible. Listen, (laughs) listen. I don't want to put people on blast, but we are certifiable liars. Like, big time when it comes to dating. Oh, my God. That's why when I have to cover for somebody, I'm like, you have to tell me the truth so I can cover you properly. (laughs) 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 Because if you're... And it's always for the parents. Like, we're blunt with each other. But when it comes to parents, we are lying, lying, lying. Is it part of the strategy to win over the parents? Of course. How else would I see the girl ever again? <laughs> if if the parents weren't down for me to see their daughter, then no. But I will say one thing I learned through trial and error mm. is that you have to win the mom over. And then the dad will fall in line. 
because the mom is who ran the household so she's the one that made the the rules basically for her daughter and then the dad would be like do you think the the, the moms make the rule for the daughter yes uh-huh. the dads could play tough or whatever but whatever the mom says is what is going to be final so i've had dads <laughs> literally i remember i went to go my friend and i we were going to the movies and uh, the the girl's getting dressed inside her house. And then the dad comes out. And he's, like, in my face. He's basically threatening me. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, yo, have a oh home. Oh, my God. Is it like the bad boy movie? Uh, yeah, but less comical. <laughs> so he's like, if anything happens to my daughter and, you know, have a home by this time. I'll do this, or we'll have people come look for, looking for you. But at that point, I've heard it so many times before, and I grew up in a neighborhood where I wasn't afraid, right? Okay. Whatever. Yeah, so, you gangster. Okay. No, I was nowhere near gangster. <laughs> but I knew if I look intimidated, then he thinks he's got me. But while he's saying this, I keep a straight face. Shoulders up. Oh, shoulders up. Yeah. Okay. And I'll be like, yes, sir. She'll be home by this time. And if you don't look scared, then he'll look at me. He'll take a good stare. He'll be like, all right, cool. And I'm winning him over like like that. Hmm. That's really, really interesting. So impress the mom. And don't back down from the dad. Don't back down from the dad. You think that's going to work with you, though? I, yeah. I know the game, so yeah. I mean, I have a daughter, so I know if he's not intimidated intimidated by me, and he seems confident, then he's someone that I know can, you know, protect my daughter in a sense. Mm. Sure. Yeah. All right. We'll think about that. I had a, a conversation with your daughter, and I let her know we all got guns. Just oh, so yeah. you know, FYI. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, we're all got guns. So we're ready. So for real, just let him know we're ready. Yeah, the uncles, <laughs> the cousins, the, the best aunt, friends. Listen, the aunties, okay? The we godfather. Ready. Like, they all told her. But I think some of, when I got towards my adulthood, um, you know, I used to have female friends who I weren't, I wasn't dating or anything. They were just friends. And I think they gave me the best perspective because when you hear it from a woman, what they want, what else is better? Well, we're crazy. So just remember that. So I I don't know sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's good to hear. And they got nothing in it. They're not at stake so they can tell you exactly the truth. You know what I mean? But I think the best thing I learned from them was um, to be uh, selective. In what way? What do you mean? Don't be afraid to turn a girl down. Mm. AKA, uh, don't fuck what? everything that walks. <laughs> <laughs> Can you repeat that? So that the younger listeners... <laughs> AKA, have standards and women are attracted to that. Oh, that's interesting. Because that goes against every reality ratchet TV show that I've seen in the past year. Like... It is so opposite. It's crazy, but um, I I, I respect that. And I think I don't think um, 
I think you. I like how you say, um, "What's the worst that could happen?" No, so a girl's rejecting you, and I think men are more tamed to be rejected than women. I don't think we ever think that we ever we ever really get that perspective of it's okay if he doesn't like you. You know, because oh, okay. we're used to being the one saying no, right? So like when a guy comes to you, um, you can say yes, you can say no, you know. But it's never coming from the guy. So I know some <laughs> some people take it very badly. I'm not sure how I took it. <laughs> a couple of times I've been rejected. What? Yeah, believe it or not, I'm not for everybody. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> And it was like, oh, I think that threw me off. Like, that threw me off. It's like when you never got the call back. It's like, so what happened? And, um, yeah, that I think that threw me off. And it took a lot of mental work for me to be like, it's okay. You're not for everybody. Like, you, you can't date everybody. So, you know, everybody's not going to date you either. Like, relax. So, but I don't think women have been trained for that. For that rejection and mm. to not make it like a bigger thing that it is you know what i mean and i don't think we we're really mentally prepared for that and i still don't know if we're still if anybody if we're getting taught that lesson right now yeah because like you said you're the one who's doing all of the rejection and when you finally get it <laughs> yeah i could see how it could bruise an ego yeah a woman or yeah. a girl yeah, so that's where I stand on that, anywho. Yeah, and a couple things. My Yoda, because <laughs> I had one. Um, one thing he told me was, don't waste years. Oh. He says, if you ain't figure it out by month nine, that you're not, either you're going to marry her or not, just get out of it. Oh, my God. Where is this guy? Harsh. No, not harsh. Oh. I love that advice. That's fucking... <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yes. Yeah. And because of him, um, my longest relationship before Farah was 11 months. Wow. It would never get to a year. Nice. I appreciate that. Again, like, I, where is this guy? Is he still alive? <laughs> Yes, he is. Oh, we should talk. Like, he should teach more people. And now, thank you for passing along this message. <laughs> right? People need to hear this shit. Like, mm. people really need to hear this stuff. Because, like, even if you're not, like, um, even if you're not thinking about marriage, because some people, marriage is not the ultimate goal for them. But, like, this is the person, yeah, I see my, like, worldly, uh, we're going to cohabitate or we're gonna have fun for the rest of our lives the type of thing like i see us long term i think it would be beneficial i think women are fucking delusional half the time yeah oh yeah absolutely i can't tell you (laughs) (laughs) but then even guys like some guys where they're the total opposite where they want to be in the two-year three-year relationship where i look at that because of that advice advice I'm like, dude, like, that's a waste of time. But is it a waste of time for men or a waste of time for women? Do you know what I'm saying? I think for both parties. Mm-hmm. But I then I've heard... what you're looking for. Okay. Explain. Because um, 
women literally have bio- biological clocks, right? Because if we want to procreate at the right season, if we want to do certain things, like we literally got to get it moving, right? And we have this stigma in our society, past 25, you're fucked. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> but I feel like we do have this urgency because past 35, you know, you're high pregnant, you're high risk pregnancy, you know, and that's what they say in so many cases, et cetera, et cetera. So we do have a timeline, and especially if we want kids and we want to achieve certain things, then we were like, okay, well, don't waste my time. You know what I mean? So coming from a man to tell you that, don't waste people's time and don't waste your time. You know what I mean? Like nine nine months, you should know. And I honestly believe it's less than that. I really believe, especially from a man's perspective, like I know. I just think it's funny that women think they can change a man's mind. That's what I find fucking hilarious. <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> just yeah. like, I was just like, I'm like, How'd that work they out know. I have enough male friends to fucking know. And they'll tell me shit that I'm like, Ugh, I really didn't want to hear that. But they know. And when they know, they know pretty quickly. I don't think it's nine months, to be honest. Because if you're dragging... There's either going to be a breakup and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I really do want to be with her. That type of thing. Couple men. But everybody else within three months or less already know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's always the... <laughs> I'm going to change them. I yeah, fucking love this. I've heard this from a woman <laughs> who says they don't want the nice guy, but they don't want the, the dickhead either. So a touch of asshole with, you know, maturity, I've I've heard that's one of the best combinations in a guy. But people are confusing asshole with confidence. Okay. I think that's the problem. No, you're looking for a fucking confident and assertive man. You're not looking for an asshole. Oh, I want a good guy that has a touch of asshole. No. (laughs) That's not... Use the right words. You're not using the right words. A real asshole does not respect you, does not value any of your opinion, will not do any fucking thing you say unless he wants to and he already had the plan. That's a real asshole. You know what I'm saying? So we're not using the proper terminology and that's the problem. I think that's the mind of a mature woman. (laughs) At the age of 20, 21, the words... I know what she means, but the words. <laughs> You're using the wrong words. But I've been saying, I've I literally, literally been saying something like the same thing. Like, or another word would be bad boy, like a touch of a bad boy. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Yeah, what does that even mean? You want somebody that's going to cheat on you, but will just wants to be with you. I've given this advice and some people don't listen. Some people are like, take it to heart. But I'm like, you're not going to change your man. Okay, you know what I mean. So a lot of women were assholes too. Oh no, facts. One thing I learned through trial and error was, well, not that it's ever gone bad, <laughs> was when I'm single going to a woman's a girl's house, leave my possessions in my car. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Cause you hear stories. Like and what? I don't. I don't get that. You hear stories about girls going through your pockets for your money, your wallet. Um, another story you lived was in the hood. 
Yeah. <laughs> Haitian women don't do that. <laughs> Haitian women that grew up in Haiti specifically and had not that kind of influence, okay? We don't do none of that. And also another reason you don't want anything to fall out your pocket. So you don't want nothing to to stay behind or get left behind. So just leave the important shit in the car, like your wallet, you know, your cash, everything but your keys, because you need to get back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> leave the house key in the car. Just take the key fob, and that's it. Ah, oh, damn! That's that's. I've never heard that before. I'm kind of like shocked because that's that's crazy. Because also, I would never do that. You know, I run through, to be fair though, I run through my husband's pockets right now because it's funny to me. Well, what's his is yours and vice versa. No, no. Didn't we talk about this? What's mine is mine's, what his is mine. Got it? No. I tell Farrah all the time, what's yours (laughs) is mine, (laughs) what's mine is yours, nothing else. I guess we're each other's Skywalkers <laughs> and Yodas at the same time. Listen, I'm learning a lot, so, you know, uh, sure, I'll take it. So part of the lessons is <laughs> leave your shit in your car. In your car, yeah. Stop hanging with hood people. Let me tell you that. That will do that. Who does You learn a lot. <laughs> okay. And so then that also puts goes back to the other advice that was given to you too it's just like to have standards don't just fuck everything that moves and yeah you gotta be selective yes okay (laughs) well hopefully we've given some good advice i hope so Um, and passed along what we've learned well i think you know from a haitian perspective it's a little bit more liberal like we did a lot of shit don't get me wrong but I think we should have a part two of this shit. Of this? Yes. Put you up on game? Yeah. Part two? Part two. (laughs) I think we have more to (laughs) talk about. I think we left some stuff unsaid. Yes. Hmm. (laughs) And I think we should question some more people. (laughs) Let's think about that. Maybe our listeners can also email us. Ooh. And how can they reach us? They can reach us at perspectivestalk at gmail.com. And also you can reach us on IG, Instagram, Perspective Show Pod. Mm. And also leave a five-star rating. Oh, you want that five-star rating. Yes. It helps a lot. And let us know how we're doing. All right. Until next time. See ya. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.